Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Asiago, coming back to you once again, live, not live, I don't really know, I don't really care, back here on 3am Thoughts, man, shoot, so, so damn, man, like, <laughs> like, damn, I, I, I can, like, before recording this podcast, man, I got, like, I got, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit, you know, I got a bit emotional. Like, not because of the podcast itself or not because anything, like, bad happened today or whatever. I mean, like like most days, uh, you know, today was actually a really good day. And, uh, and <laughs> I, I was literally, like I, like, I was literally right before, like, the second before recording, you know, I, I was writing down, uh, you know, like, what, you know, I, I was writing down, like, uh, the foundation of, you know, like, my not 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 it's not, it's not a script but it's a, it's it's like a little i got a little like a little set of notes here you know to help me uh to help guide me through uh, through my thoughts because i because i you know because whenever i have a bunch of thoughts and i want to put them together you know i i want to yeah i want to keep them here uh well organized and such but anyways so i got all emotional because man you know because you know because i because whenever i come home uh you know from when i come home from work whether it's a long day whether it's a short day good day or bad day like the first thing I always like to do is freaking uh, spend some time with my dog, man. Because shoot, like uh, I mean, normally I mean when we're when the quarantine's not you know going on, shoot, like I like I'm usually like if I'm not out at work, I'm I'm out with my friends, and if, if not either, I'm I'm sitting up here in my room uh, chilling, you know, uh, being awake most of the night, if not the entire night. And the thing is, is that like, you know, I, you know, I always want to spend more time with my dogs, you know. So, you know, so you know, when, when I wake up, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll, yeah, sometimes you know, I'll get the leash and tell my dog, "Come on, boy, we're gonna go through, we're gonna go for a walk around the around the hood." And so we do, you know, and it's, it's a good time for both of us. You know, he lo- he he loves going on walks, man. Like, I mean, shoot, like he pretty much more than half the way, he'll like just run because he's so damn excited. But uh. <laughs> But I mean, at some point, you know, he he, he gets tired, and we we end up actually walking. But still, you know, like he he loves it. You know, he loves it when I when I pet him. He loves it. He loves it when I spend time with him. And, and so do I. You know, I, I really do love spending time with him. And shoot, like I mean, he he's basically like like my son, man. God, do I love my dog. His name is Beast. And uh, and, and the funny thing, the funny thing is, we named him that because. Uh, see because uh, i remember like uh when my when my other dog bella when she was born or she was pregnant with uh with puppies uh like you know i, I you know me and my sister we used to watch her all the time to make sure that you know just in case if she were ever to give birth at like a random time you know we'd be we'd be, we'd be there you know to uh you know to, to supervise and you know help her out with you know with what's going on and then uh, like during this time i remember I, uh, I first watched this movie called the sandlot if you hadn't watched it i highly recommend it it's a classic but there's this dog in the movie uh at first they can't they kind of make him out to be like almost an ant- uh, an antagonist but then like uh but then later on you know it turns out the dog's really friendly he's like he's huge he loves to you know he, he loves eating things he loves collecting toys and stuff and shoot and i thought you know what that, that's a you know that's a pretty cool name to you know to give to you know give to uh, one of the puppies so you know so i give it to him and uh, and beast so he was he was actually the last puppy uh to be born out of a litter litter of six uh because I actually the funny thing was was that like uh bella she had 
you know, she, she had like, she already gave birth to the five, five other puppies and we thought she was done. But then like literally like five minutes later, you know, she started, she started acting weird again. And we saw that she was having a sixth puppy and that sixth puppy happened to be Beast. Man, because I, 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 I remember, you know, being there, you know, the witness's birth, you know, to be like one of the first people that the holding that the hold in my in my hands he was so tiny so small so precious man like okay so i I'll, like even though i said before in the past i don't want to be a father that still stands true today but man like i don't know i mean i find like i don't know there there, there is something about watching you know, watching some something being born you know it's i don't know it's, it's 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 an experience, you know, to say the least. And if I, you know, if I'm feeling this way about a dog's birth, that I, I and like I can only imagine, you know, how others feel, you know, whenever they they witness their uh, their children being born. And again, that's not something I personally want to, you know, experience for myself. But man, I can only imagine how 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 it feels for them. But anyways, uh, so you know, so like I've literally known this dog his entire life. Like, his entire life, he's known me, you know, I like, he's my dog, I'm his human, you know, they, like, you know, where it's, it's, it's like peanut butter and jelly, you know, I've been there, I've been there for him his entire life, you know, from literally from birth, and I probably might be there at the sec, you know, the second he dies, and the thing is, is that, uh, like, last July, actually, uh, last July, man, freaking, damn, like, you know, uh, Bella, you know, she, cause she was an old dog, you know, she was born back in like 07 and for like, if her to live as long as she did all the way to ju like freaking July 19th, 2019, damn man, like she had a long life. She had a good life too, but you know, rest in peace. You know, she's, you know, she's with God now, you know, Bella, you know, Bella died last summer and shoot. And I, 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 I'm gonna tell you this, you know, I've had many, like, I've had many, like, relatives, you know, from cousins, their grandparents, uh, to, you know, to aunts and uncles, or just some, like, random relatives. I don't know how they're related to me. I just, I, like, I was just told that they were, like, like they were my relatives. Like, I've had many people, uh, like, yeah, again, actual people, uh, die, and I've been to many funerals. But the thing was, was that I never felt a single thing for them. Because, first of all, they would, like, they would claim to know me when I was a baby, but thing is i'm a baby you know how the hell am i supposed to know who you are and i, I don't even know how to think and, so, and second of all like i i would never see any of these people so uh, like essentially even if even if we're related by blood i don't know them you know it, it's like <laughs> like uh you know it, I, like I, I don't know them it's like you know when i go to their funeral it's like you know i'm going to uh you know i'm going to some, some random strangers uh you know funeral and again i have no sympathy or empathy for uh, for anyone here i just don't like you know i and, and that's why like you know growing up as a kid i never really liked funerals not because they're sad but because i always got bored you know i didn't i, I didn't like sitting at a church for freaking five hours uh you know with uh, you know with non-stop talking about some dead dude that i don't even know i never even knew but everyone's you know over here crying and I never really understood it. I mean, I, I understand because uh, I mean, it's not like I didn't know what the concept of death was. I mean, I know what dying meant. I, I know what it means to die. Uh, like, shoot, I never seen anyone die, but I played enough video games to know that when you die, you're not living anymore. <laughs> but I mean, but so again, it's not like I didn't understand the concept of death. The thing was, was just that I just didn't understand why everybody's crying. 
you know, because I personally didn't know this person. So how was I supposed to, you know, relate to everybody else, you know, uh, crying at the funeral? Uh, hell, I, I even had a great grandmother, uh, you know, die, you know, die. And I went to her funeral. But you know what? I felt absolutely nothing because I never even knew her. I didn't even know she existed until freaking uh and until my mom from you know got the phone call and she said your grandma died and i'm like which grandma is it my favorite grandma no it's this grandma i had another grandma you know it's you know like and that's the thing you know and with with bella's death when she died like the moment she died that was the very first time i actually like cried at someone's death in real life like she, like you know losing bella it was it was like the very first time I actually felt lost, and I, I, I tell you, it did not feel good. You know, I, like I, I was crying for, for hours, man. You know, I just couldn't get it out of my mind. You know, it just felt like you know the whole world stopped, and for a second it just felt I felt like I couldn't go, like I couldn't go anymore. I couldn't move on. You know, I just you know I had this I had to take in the moment, and I had to just. You know, let nature of emotions, you know, run run its course. And damn, man, it was how damn like you know. Again, I'm feeling this for a dog, a dog that I've known better than most people, and I can only imagine how you know how like my other relatives felt about these other people, other relatives that died that they actually you know known and had a personal relationship relationship with. And so damn like you know, I, I, so so again you know. Bella died last year, and so here's the thing, you know, she, you know, she, she, she got pretty old, and it, and it, and it really did show, uh, you know, she, she, she had, she had all the gray, uh, the gray furs around her face, you know, she, she was, she was having, you know, gray patches around her, you know, around random parts of her body, on her fur, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, at some point, you know, she started, and she started acting really weird, like, she started having, like, seizures, she started, like, you know, walking around in circles, uh, like, foaming at the mouth and stuff and you know, we, we knew something was wrong and one night it just got really bad and we knew that you know he you know he, the time was coming and when that time came no even though like we mentally we mentally and uh, emotionally prepared ourselves we still weren't prepared enough man it just it hit us like a freaking train a train that we you know that we uh, we couldn't even dodge, even if we, even if we, you know, tried to the best of our abilities, man. Like, damn, like it, it, it was, it was just an emotional roller coaster. Again, it, and, it, and it's by far like one of the biggest emotional roller coasters I've ever felt in my life. Because again, this is the first time I've actually felt lost. This is the first time I actually lost someone who I actually cared about, who I actually loved, who I actually had a relationship with. You know, so. I mean, even though it was a dog, still I never felt this. I never felt this way with a with a person who's died. Shoot, so shoot, so I mean, just you know, the whole Bella thing, you know, it, it just made me real sad, and it made me, you know, made me realize more than before that you know, what, you know, when it comes to pets, you know, they're definitely not here forever. You know, they're de like, you know, they're definitely not going to live as long as not. They're not. They're not going to live as long as. You know, not nearly to how you you might live, and damn, you know, it's yeah, you know, it was a it was a real like hit of reality, man. And so you know, so I have Beast here. You know, Beast is Bella's son, and Beast was born back in 2011, 
it's 2020 now so that means freaking he's he's gonna like he's gonna be nine in a couple months he's gonna be 10 next year like i mean bella lived bella lived up to be almost 12 like she was just a couple months off from being 12 and my god and just seeing how old beast is it's really got you know it's really gotten me like you know kind of kind of worried you know, and it's making me want to really want to spend more time with him because you know I'm starting to see you know the great the gray hairs appear on his face. Uh, he's not acting weird. He's not having seizures or anything like that. Uh, but damn, like you know, shoot. But again, seeing seeing how he's visually growing older, how you know, uh, you know, just his very age, and, and just experiencing what I experienced last year. Like again, I, like I'm start I'm, I'm starting to worry a bit. You know. And again, be, I mean, Beast is a pretty healthy dog, you know. So I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I'm pretty sure he's gonna live at least as long as Bella did, or at least maybe a bit more, because he's he's very active, you know. As a matter of fact, you know, you see, if you see the way he runs and plays and stuff, you know, you wouldn't suspect that he was that he was like he was an old dog, you know. He still acts like a puppy, you know, in, in both in spirit and like in the way he actually acts, you know. He's super active, you know. He's super, you know, playful and childish. You know, I, you know, he, again, he's like a grown puppy and I, and, and I love that about him, you know, so, but, but again, though, like it just, I, cause you know, I was spending some time with him, you know, we, like, cause we just played, you know, we just played a few games, uh, and, and then, you know, he, he got tired. So he was laying on the floor and I was petting him and, you know, as I was petting him, I, you know, I started noticing how visually older he gotten and I like, I, I just thought my, my mind just filled with Bella and I just, my, my, my eyes could not stop filling up with tears, man. Like, damn, like, <sighs> shoot. And I, and I know, you know, with me being there for, you know, for Beast's entire life, and, and I'm most likely I'm going to be there to witness the moment, he, you know, he passes on. I know that's going to freaking hit me like a freight train. Like that, I, I, I already know that when that happens, I'm going to be hurting for days probably, man. Like, uh, I can't, I like, God, like, it, like, again, like, it's probably not gonna happen for a good while, but shoot, like, I, I already, like, I can already feel the sadness, uh, kicking in, it's like a pre-sadness that was kicking in, and I, I, I just, I just started, not, I wasn't bawling, but man, I, I just started, sh- like, shedding a few tears, man, it was, God, like, my heart started to hurt, and I just started hugging him even, you know, even tighter, because, you know, because, I mean, after losing Bella, you know, like the night we came home without her it was like damn like you know because i'm because i was so used to seeing her you know you know come to the door when i come home i was so used to you know hugging her and petting her and see you know on the first night i wasn't able to do that anymore like damn like i I don't know. I mean, I, again, I played with Bella so much. Like, you know, at least I spent every single day with her. But it felt like I didn't do it enough, you know, the moment I lost her. And again, I'm feeling this way with Beast, too. Again, I play with him very often. I play with him every day, pretty much. And damn, I'm with him every day. But the thing is, is like, I don't know. It's like, when I think about Bella, I, don't, I feel like I'm not doing enough. You know, it's, it, it's, it, I don't know. It, it's a real emotional roller coaster, man. And, you know, it, it gets me sad. And so I was, I, you know, so I was just having a little emotional ride there uh, before the cast. So it, damn, you know, it was, it, it was hard, it was heartbreaking. But you know what? 
I, you know, I realize I gotta cherish the time I have with him. You know, I gotta cherish the time we have with him right now while he's still breathing, while I could still hug him, while I could still pet him, I could still feel his fur, feel his tongue, you know, li you know, licking me, and just feel, you know, just feel, feel his heartbeat. You know, just just feel his heartbeat whenever, you know, whenever I'm giving a belly, giving him a belly rub, uh, you know, with one hand, you know, and I'm just petting him uh, somewhere else with the other hand, you know, like, I, I, you know, I, I really like I'm more than ever now. I'm just cherishing these times and not that I didn't cherish him before, but man, you know, I love this dog. And again, and definitely more now than ever. I know that he's not going to be around forever. And as much as I would love for him to, you know, be to be by my side forever, I, you know, that that just can't be, you know. And that's the thing, you know, nothing in this world lasts forever. So, you know, just, you know, and, and again, if you if you got a pet out there, or even if you you're even uh, you know even apply this, you know, to a family member, you know, cherish what you have while you still have it, because when it's gone, it's gone, and it hurts. It hurts like hell. Cuts like a knife. It don't feel good like at all to this day you know to, to this day I, I i i freaking miss i i like i i miss the feel of bella's fur you know i i miss the you know the you know the bark she would make i i i miss how playful she was i i miss hearing this the, like the little sounds of her uh of her freaking like the, the little sounds her claws would make whenever she would wa walk around the house i like i, I shoot i even miss how she how she always smelled like a freaking burnt cookie man <laughs> Man, like for real, she she smelled just like a burnt cookie. But anyways, so uh, you know what, uh, you know this, you know this podcast, uh, you know it, it, it started off a bit, you know, not not slow, but you know it, it started off a bit sad, you know. Let's uh, you know let's 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 lighten up the mood here. Uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and line it up. Alright, so here we go. Let's line up the mood a bit. So, uh, so after, uh, so after, you know, I, you know, I had, I spent some time with Beast and, uh, you know, and I, and I was, uh, you know, I was petting him and stuff. Uh, so I went back to my, I went back to, uh, up to my room, you know, to, you know, to, to settle down, you know, take my shoes off, take my work vest off, you know, this, uh, you know, sit my bag down, you know, and, and start, you know, and start unwinding uh, you know like, like like you know like you would like you always would uh you know coming coming back home from uh, from work but uh but the thing was was that like before i left before i left work today uh like like literally i got all ready you know i like i, I literally got all my stuff together you know, i got my energy drink got my waters you know put my vest on got my music uh, ready you know and then i got my put on my gloves and all that you know and i you know i went out the door shoot I, I went as far as going and going all the way downstairs all the way out the door then i saw that there was a package there right next to the door and you see and so i was like oh god this is a package for me and just seeing the seeing the shape of the package i was like oh i think i know what this is so so freaking i got all excited and i you know i went back upstairs with it put it back put it put it in my room and then i freaking left for work uh but uh shoot but you know I, as i was working today i completely forgot about the entire package so when i came home and uh you know i opened my uh, and uh i opened up my door and turned on my light and i saw that package there in my bed 
that I left from earlier, I was like, oh god, I totally forgot about this. Damn, it's, it's, it's like a surprise. <laughs> uh, but shoot, so uh, so what it was? What's uh, it's in a it's a giant uh, assassination classroom uh, poster. Uh, as I said many times before in this podcast, Assassination Classroom is one of my favorite animes, and uh, in this particular poster, I mean it's it's one of my favorite animes, but it's not my top favorite. But the reason why I wanted it so damn big was because I wanted it to uh, to cover my uh, my window because like I got I guess you know I got this little thing going on, uh, you know with uh, you know with my. Uh, with my anime posters because uh, I have them all lined up manga style you know so you're reading them from left to right uh, you know and from left to right it's uh, you know it's my it's my ranking system of my, my my most favorite anime and from my number one favorite anime to my number five favorite anime uh, so so I got Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is my top favorite uh, right you know, see right next to that is My Hero Academia then you got Demon Slayer and uh, and just now, I finally got the post uh, the poster scroll for Assassination Classroom. I have Lucky Star, and I have uh, Rising of the Shield Hero at number five. Uh, so, like, so I, I was just so like I was so stoked when I finally got this poster. Shoot, like. Like now, like now, you know it's because you know it's because uh, the, here's the thing, you know the way they're set up, uh, the act like the My Hero one and the JoJo posters, they're like they're like actual like posters that you you know that you would buy like uh they're actual posters like the same kind you would buy from walmart uh the ones that you would like use tax or tape or whatever to put them on the wall or sometimes you would, you would even put them in a frame you know they're just normal five dollar posters uh and then and then uh shoot and then the rising of the shield hero one it's a small like it's a tiny scroll uh poster and uh you know nothing wrong with that not nothing too much about that uh, but the thing, but the thing is, as I got a, I got a Demon Slayer scroll, I got a Lucky Star scroll, and I got again this giant Assassination Classroom scroll. So, so the reason why I got scrolls was because I wanted, because I, because the way I get the way I have all of my posters set up, I, I, I hung uh, the scrolls over uh, my window. So like so so like instead of having a so instead of having a window curtain, I, I just have these uh, freaking anime scrolls. You know, I I act as a window curtain. Except except not because, <laughs> uh, you know, they're they're not necessarily blocking out any light. I mean, not that I want them to. Like I I, I again, you know, I don't really I don't really care. Because uh, even even during the daytime, I'll have my light on. But anyways, uh. You know, so uh, so the reason why I have them hang- hanging over the window is because you know I th- you know because I think it would look cool and it really does. You know, because at nighttime, you know, the time I spend most of my time awake and at home, uh, you know, it, it, it just it just looks really cool. You know, it, it really like it really takes up that empty space. You know, the you know that you know which the blinds are occupied. You know, it, it just feels empty because again, I never open up my window because like I never really have a reason to. Well, I mean, it's, I have a I have a cool view of the. You know uh, of the of the street you know that's it's pretty nice you know it, lo- it, lo- it looks pretty nice especially at night you know you see the street lights on you can see everybody's houses but the thing is though is that like i don't really use natural light all that much uh at home especially because you know i got my tv the way i have my tv position yeah i i, I don't want uh natural light you know reflecting off the damn screen and we're uh, you know freaking restricting me from playing but the thing and, and, and then too you know i don't want people to think i'm always like stalking them or whatever so i so i rarely ever open the window anyways and it's funny because back in my old house like literally my old room 
like my my window, like <laughs> the only view I had from my window was a brick wall. Like, cause literally, cause the way my window was positioned, like a shoot, if I were to open up all the blinds, or if, or if I was if I was to pull that string down and just let all the blinds go up, all I would see is a uh, is a freaking is the brick wall from the from the house next door, and that's it. My sister was the one who got the view. Uh, shoe so because because he, he at least got to see the backyard of, of that person's house and you know she got all the sunlight coming in too and i was like man i wish i i wish i would have gotten the you know all, all, all this all the natural light and all the freaking uh you know views and stuff like that and then i'm over here i finally got all that but now i don't want it and it's it's funny but anyways uh, so, and, and during the during during the during the daytime, <laughs> I'll, I'll turn Australian there for a second. During the daytime, uh, the thing, the the cool thing about these scrolls, and because if they're uh, you know they're fabric scrolls, so the light so light will shine like right through them. You know that's why that's also why I wasn't too concerned with uh, with them like necessarily blocking out any light because I know I would still get that natural sunlight coming in, albeit a little bit of it. You know that I actually do want. Uh, but when it actually like shines through the poster, it lights it up a bit and it looks really cool, you know, cause again, you know, cause I always keep my blinds closed, but the, but the light, sunlight still shines through and it will still shine through the posters as well. And it looks dope as hell. Like, uh, like, you know, have you ever got like a water jug, like just a regular water jug full of water. And then you pull a, then you put a freaking flashlight under it and you create this giant flashlight that's basically you know what the sun does with the you know with these anime posters it looks really cool when they're lit up so either way daytime or nighttime they look dope they have their own characteristics and stuff it, it, it's all nice but uh so why why so why is this assassination classroom uh post like scroll a big deal to me well the thing was is that like again it's the last one uh that, that, that i finally got you know because i wanted to have I, I, I at least want to have posters of my five first uh the, f the first five animes I actually started, uh, you know, seriously watching, and as, and as of right now, they're also uh, my top favorites. But <laughs> uh, uh, so, anyways, you know, I got so I got the uh, you know my hero and JoJo one. I got the Demon Slayer, I got the Lucky Star, and I got the Shield Hero. But there was this weird, like, odd gap that I left, you know, because I wanted this freaking Assassination Classroom poster for a while. And finally, like, just putting putting it in its spot, it feels so damn nice to just see it completed. I don't have no awkward gaps anymore. It like it, it's just it's flush. Like it's <clears throat> it's beautiful, and, and and freaking uh you know and I I. And the, the 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 freaking journey I had to go through. I mean, it, it wasn't like a tough journey. It wasn't you know, like it was just an annoying journey. But uh, but like the, the but what I had to go through to get this poster, uh, because the first time I saw this poster, uh, I mean not this exact one, but the the, the first time I saw you know <laughs> this poster was uh was at Onicon back you know back in November. Uh, so Onicon is a is an anime convention that was held uh back over there in uh, Galveston. And, uh, you know, it, it was really cool. It was my first anime convention. It was dope. It was nice. And, uh, there was so much, so much merch being sold. And, uh, and someone like, you know, so I was looking around, you know, me and my buddy James and Leslie. Uh, so, you know, we were looking around, looking for, uh, you know, stuff from our favorite anime, favorite animes and, uh, and James, you know, his favorite, uh, his one of, one of his favorites at the time was Assassin's Classroom. And uh, so, well, seeing that seeing that that anime hasn't aired since 2016, uh, you know, because because it, it's all finished and stuff, you know, that I, you know, we who who's to expect to you know see see any uh, 
and, and he merchandised for, for for that show there. And you know, it's it's not like Naruto or uh, or or Dragon Ball where you know I mean it's old, but it's still either ongoing or it's just so popular that you know it'll just keep you know generating merch for the you know for the rest of eternity. Uh, I mean. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sashimi's Contra is a good show. It's, it's just not. It's it's not one of those super famous shows. You know, again, like My Hero or Go or freaking, uh, not Goku. Well, it has Goku, Dragon Ball, or whatever. Uh, but anyways, uh, so like you know, so we we were in the convention center. You know, we were looking for the merch for any Sashimi's Classroom merch, and there was like almost to the ceiling you know where all these other uh anime scrolls were there is this one the only the only piece of assassination classroom merch you know available over there was this freaking uh scroll uh you know so i so knowing how much james loved the show freaking you no know, I, I sent so i took a picture of it i sent it to him he was like oh god i gotta i gotta, I gotta go buy that right away and so he did it was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be because, again, it was right next because it was super high up and I was super down low on the ground. And, like, I, I didn't realize how big it actually turned out to be. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God, just had an acid reflex. Oh, that, that doesn't feel good. But, anyways, uh, so he so he, so he hung it up in his room, you know, like when we got home. Oh man, well he got home. I, I was just visiting his place. Uh so so he hung it up in his room. Like it, it takes up like almost like uh about like maybe a quarter of his well not a quarter, like a, a good portion of his wall. I took up a good portion of his wall. It looks really it looked really good. And uh and shoot, so I mean e even with me not actually seeing the anime at the time, I was like, damn, you know that that looks good, you know. I, I really gotta, you know, catch up on this anime, you know, see to see how it is, and see what the big, uh, what the big deal is. Watching it, I loved it, and you know, and, and upon finishing the series, you know, I wanted to get that poster for myself too. But the thing was, was that there was only one at the anime convention, and I didn't get one. And uh, and shoot, and even looked online for this exact poster, freaking thirty-two by forty-five or forty, yeah, or thirty-one by forty-five inch. Uh, you know, giant uh, assassination classroom uh, scroll. But here's the thing, though, is that like the scroll itself, like it was a it, it was a popular one, highly demanded. The thing was, it was that like everywhere I looked, it was either sold out or like for somehow it just wouldn't be, uh, get like it just wouldn't like work for me every time I tried to buy it. Like uh, I, I freaking for some reason on the United States store. Uh, the United States Amazon store. I like it, it. Just I, you know, I tried looking. I tried looking for the poster. I couldn't find it at first, and so I so I switched over to freaking uh, Amazon Canada. And surprisingly, I was able to find. I was able to find it there. And I thought, you know, freaking Amazon can convert my currency. So you know, so I tried buying it there. So I got the confirmation email, and then like literally two minutes later, uh, I you know I got another confirm I got another email from them saying oh we, we can't uh you know we couldn't charge your account so we canceled your order and this happened so many freaking times like I damn near gave up then I tried buying something else because I thought because I thought something was wrong with my card uh, but it turns out you know that nothing was wrong with my card because I was able to buy some it turned out like I don't know actually I still don't know like, the exact reasoning why I, I think maybe Amazon uh canada doesn't want doesn't want to accept my money because i'm american or something like that I, i'm not sure what's going on but anyways 
Uh, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, so again, I will look everywhere: eBay, Pinterest. Uh, well, not well, not Pinterest, but freaking uh, Craig, Craigslist. You know, uh, AliExpress. You know, all these all, all these different uh, freaking websites, and a lot of them which I did not feel comfortable giving my freaking information to. Uh, you know, look all these freaking places looking for them. They're either sold out or they just don't exist. And they just have a picture of it, and it sucked. But then I was looking on back on the American Amazon store, and I and uh, I, I saw I saw exactly what I was looking for. Uh, shoot, so the so the picture, uh, the picture was again, you know, the poster I wanted, and it's the exact poster I wanted because you see there were main because there are. Uh, quite a bit of uh, assassination classroom posters, you know, of that exact same size that I wanted. Uh, but the thing was, though, I wanted one with the entire classroom in it. You know, the entire like, like, like all the uh, all, all the characters from the show, because because I thought they looked cool, and I thought, hey, that would look best on my freaking wall. Uh, but then there was like there was a couple of others, like you know, some scenes from the show featuring a couple of characters. But you know, but as cool as they looked, I really wanted the classroom one because I think that would look better overall. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so I, I, you know, so I was trying. So I saw that, you know, I saw that was the from the from the from the picture. It looked exactly like the thing I wanted. You know, it had the right dimensions and it was priced. You know, it, it was priced accurately at twenty eight bucks. You know, so I bought it and waited about two weeks. It finally came in the mail. I, I got so excited. I freaking opened it up, and <laughs> who would have thought? It was a freaking One Piece poster. One Piece is a different anime that I hadn't started yet, but still though, the poster, I, I could have, I swore to freaking God that it was Assassination Classroom. I went back on the website and I saw that one from what I ordered. Yeah, I had that picture, but then I actually clicked on the picture or I mean, well, I clicked on the, onto the, onto the picture and it led me to the actual like page where it showed the item and then I saw it. For some reason, they use two different pictures for this one item. So the picture that, that shows up when it when it's when it's listed, uh, you know, uh, in in the search, is the section in the classroom. But when you actually select the item, uh, the picture they use is what I actually got, and that is a one piece poster. And I'm like, what the freak? Like, what the hell? Why would they bamboozle me like this? I mean, I just literally dropped 30 bucks on this. Man. You know, I got so pissed and angry. But you know what? I'm not the kind of guy to freaking, like, return things. And, and plus, you know, I, I know my, my boy Leslie, you know, he he loves freaking One Piece to death. So I was like, you know what? And, and, and the boy desperately needs posters for his room, you know? Because, hey, who who like who, who doesn't want pizzazz in the room? And I know the dude loved One Piece so much. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to give it to him, you know, for free. You know, I just I give it to him as like an early birthday present, even though his birthday is like months from now in <laughs> freaking September. But, uh, you know, so I literally drive over to his house, you know, uh, like a week later, you know, I'm a day, I'm a day, I'm a day off. You know, I drove to his house, I dropped it off and I went back home. And so, so what happened was, is that, uh, it's like, you know, he woke up, he, you know, he, he got it from his, uh, from his front porch and, uh, you know, and he, he was so proud of it. You know, he loved it. You know, he was going to hang out on his wall. And then James steps in with him also being a fan of one piece you know he's you know he he buys it off of leslie because he because he really wanted it for his uh you know for his room uh so he <laughs> and what made me laugh was that james only paid him 20 bucks for the poster and remember i paid 28 bucks 
I mean, if you include taxes, I paid 32 actually. But again, I paid 28 base price for, for the damn poster. Man, and so that means James, uh, James bought it for $8 less than I did. Or technically four. Or, or technically $14 less than I did, but still, man, man, God, shoot, so, I, I, I don't know, like, I mean, that doesn't necessarily piss me off or anything, but I'm like, man, <laughs> it gets the same poster for cheaper, but then again, like, I, I freaking gave it to Leslie for free, so, I mean, who, who am I to say anything, but anyways, uh, so, I was, I was just about to damn near give up, so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna find just a regular poster. I don't even care if it has to be a scroll anymore. But uh, so I'll, upon looking uh, on on the Amazon store one last time, I freaking scroll. I, I freaking it took me like a, it took me like at least thirty minutes of scrolling. But I went. I finally go down to this one Assassin's Creed classroom scroll, and it didn't have the dimensions at all. Like, like I I don't know why. I just said Assassin's Creed classroom scroll. 30 bucks i didn't see no dimensions or anything but i thought you know what the last time i bought i bought a scroll for 30 bucks it turned out to be freaking huge like uh i think it's my second podcast uh yeah w- like way back then uh my second podcast I, I i told you guys that i bought this uh ginormous uh suyu asui uh, uh anime scroll uh, for, from uh, from freaking Amazon, it was thirty bucks, the same price as this Assassin's Classroom one, and it turned out to be super damn huge. Cause I, and I thought the poster itself was gonna be like maybe freaking like three feet or something, but and I thought it was only like you know thirty bucks because it was an officially licensed product, and it which it was, but damn, it turned out to be huge, man. And same with this one, cause I thought you know what, if I'm paying thirty bucks for this, it better be freaking huge. If it's not, I'm gonna be pissed, and I'm gonna and Amazon's gonna lose my business. Amazon survives again because it was the right one. Oh my freaking god, I was so stoked when I finally opened the package and I saw that it was the right poster, you know, with the, of the right picture, the right dimensions. Man, it. Oh, I, I was just. Mm, I was like, hallelujah, hell, praise the Lord, Jesus Christ, come here, Uncle Larry, let's celebrate, oh, hell yeah, you know, it was, <laughs> uh, shoot, uh, I, was, I was so damn happy, but, uh, shoot, but you know what, this leads on to my, uh, yeah, to, to, to my next topic here, so, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get a roll on here. Alright, so here we go. Okay, so uh, alright, so he here is the you know the the next uh, topic here. Uh, so so I was uh, so I was upon the game this poster and I was so excited and just seeing it brand new, you know, just hanging up over my window with all the other anime stuff. You know, I, I, I you know I just it just you know it took a second to take it in because you know it 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 looked all so awesome, it looked all so cool. I just fi- I finally had had my entire personal collection up there. It was nice, but then I really started looking around. You know I. <laughs> You know, I, I I started looking all over my room because uh, I mean I've described my room like maybe once or twice on this podcast, but I'm gonna describe I'm gonna describe it again here. So I mean, hey, like in my in, like uh, you know on my wall, 
it's like my music taste you know it's all over the place it's there's, there's random stuff here you know in one corner i got you know suit i got a you know a couple of super mario brothers posters uh shoot i got this one poster that's like a screenshot from, uh, from the original donkey kong game uh and, and this and right next to it you know i got i got a little star wars section you know i got the original poster for a new hope i got this one that had all has all the characters from uh you know from the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy you know i i, I got the i got a couple of these uh you know cardboard cutouts that i got from uh from freaking us uh, what you call it this uh, Dis- star wars display from uh from work uh you know you know and i got a couple of other things you know i got a marvel dc poster uh detective pikachu uh, you know, freaking I'm happy the world because I love I love geography. I got the Last Supper because I, you know because well, I mean why 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 would a religious fanatic like me not have one? Uh, freaking and, and then like and then you get to the other side of my room, you know, and and it starts having and it's in uh, the the contrast between this half of my room as opposed to the to like the this other half of my room. It, it, it's like you could tell there's a big theme going on here because man i got all my anime posters i got all my freaking uh my my waifu posters i got hatsune miku i got that one famous japanese uh you know japanese pasting uh or a poster of a japanese painting uh you know that it's that one uh, that they made the emoji out of you know the one with the wave and uh so i got doki doki literature club uh Oh, and, and even like beyond posters, I uh, you know I, I got freaking all uh, these Funko Pops, you know, from anime. You know, I got all these anime figures. You know, I I got all these anime stickers all over the place. You know, and that really made me think. Damn, like you know, first of all, I never thought I would get into anime, but second of all, I didn't think it would have like this much of like uh, of an impact of how like you know of, of, of how like uh, how, how i see things or how i uh, or, or how i like well uh, well let, let me explain how it, why i say how i see things because uh because I, I really just made me i i just really noticed the overarching uh what you call it the over the overarching theme of everything in which again you know i'm still a star wars fan i'm still a fan of dc and marvel and, and nintendo and all that but i mean overarching all of those are kind of like almost in a way like linking them all together you know there there's there's freaking anime you know anime as a whole not just you know specific shows or anything like that but as a whole you know it's you know i you know i find it kind of crazy you know to say the least no it you know it's kind of crazy just seeing this overarching theme you know like well i mean it's not not just like a main theme but again, it's overarching everything because I mean I've seen anime pictures of Mario, I've seen anime Star Wars, I've seen anime uh, Marvel and DC, I've seen anime Jesus for crying out loud, which is actually a pretty cool video on YouTube if you want to look that up. But hell, I even have a manga Bible. <laughs> for real, it's it's literally like the Bible but in a manga. It's it's actually pretty cool. I don't know where it's at, but I remember having it and it's pretty cool. But anyways uh uh so and that, that really made me think you know again so i'm, I'm a geek among among many things G, I'm, you know i'm a jesus geek i'm a star wars geek i'm a i'm a freaking superhero superhero geek i'm a video game geek as well i i, I am an I'm, i am an anime geek but you know what like or my like or the my aesthetic you know the aesthetic i got going on here is not so much of the one of a geek but more so of one of an anime lover and uh, you know, and I say aesthetic in, in, in the sense of yeah, of like again, an or an, over, an overarching theme that kind of like bundles together, uh, bundles together er, er, like everything that defines a person. 
Uh, so, you know, because again, I, I, like you look at my room, it's random yet thematic in a way. You know, it's 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 thematic. You know, and, and, and when it comes to anime, you know, like it's like I mean, it's like the current big thing. You know that you know that I'm that I'm really into. You know, because and, and again, it just just doesn't affect on you know on what I watch, but it also affects on what I do, say, act, and present myself, and how I view things. You know, because I mean, with you know, with watching all these different shows, you know, again, it's more than just entertainment. You know, it, 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 seeing all these shows, it's allowed me to like actually, you know, to, you know, to see to see things, see things differently through different you know lenses, through different points of views. I mean, probably if I would have watched more movies, uh, you know, growing up, that probably would have done the same thing, but here i got it from anime so uh so freaking and, and not just any animes freaking good animes so i mean that you know, just bundle that together like you know i've i freaking become a weeb and you know and i freak and what, what, what this does to me is that i mean it, it makes me you know do things differently you know so i uh, so like i don't know like you know in doing you know freaking like it, it, it may be just a mundane day at work but in my mind you know i kind of picture it as if i like i, I feel my like if i'm my own anime you know like like a freaking like there's this walmart related anime and i'm like the main character and i have all these and all the everybody all my co-workers and stuff are also like uh you know they're also like uh major characters and we're all doing stuff and freaking like unloading a truck is like a freaking episode long uh freaking battle or something like that you know it's, it's stuff like that you know it affects the, the well you know what i do and with and, uh, and then it affects what i say because i'm because uh, i'm over here making freaking anime references i'm over here saying nani you know or freaking or saying japanese phrases that i have no idea what they mean but they sound cool and uh and again then there's act you know times how i act because i mean i uh, you know some i tend to act uh, a little over uh, either uh or like overreactingly to, to things again as you would see in an anime or freaking i'll be like some certain anime characters and i start acting a bit uh you know edgy or something like that or not so much edgy but also uh, you know a, a bit more serious and stuff like that you know in, in, in an edgy way <laughs> god like, like if you want to see a good example of that I, I suggest jotaro you know just observe how he acts jotaro from jojo's bizarre adventure uh and uh, and again, and also how I present myself, because you now I'm at I'm at work. I got my Walmart vest on, but it's all decked out with all these freaking anime pins. Uh, and, and you know, you come to my room again. Most of the stuff you're gonna see is anime related. So I mean, that's another way I present myself. Hell, I put an anime sticker on my freaking switch. You know, I, again, you know, it's, it's freaking everywhere. My the bags I take to work, freaking the the, the buttons I wear, the, the the posters I put on my wall. Again, the way I present myself here, it's really, you know, it's really influenced by, uh, you know, by, by this aesthetic that I got going on here. Like, 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 damn, like, you know, and I, I look at it and I'm viewing it and I'm viewing everything through, through this aesthetic lens, you know, this anime aesthetic lens, you know, and here's the thing, you know, and, 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 and when thinking about that, it, it led me to this other thought, you know, there's many things that define, that, that can define a person. And, but there's also like an aesthetic, which is not, which is able, which an aesthetic isn't necessarily the same thing as uh, a definition of a person, you know, because, because you see, you know, you can have a, you know, because let, let's give you a couple examples, you know, let's say you're, you're a music lover, you know, you, you say like, uh, not only do you love music, but you also, you're, but you're, you're also a musician yourself. Uh, you know, you like to, you know, play the guitar or you like to make beats, you know, whatever you like to do. 
you know, you, you're a music lover. You know, you, like music is what defines you. But uh, the 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 aesthetic, the atmosphere that you are, you, I, again, that, that affects what you do, say, act, present, and view. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, the the aesthetic that you, the atmosphere that you give off is uh, is let's say you know you like to collect old vinyls and you know, and and, and, and you like to you know collect posters and set them up on your on, on your wall of like uh, of old artists like Johnny Cash and freaking ACDC and all that kind of stuff and, and you wear and you wear classic uh, you know classic rock shirts and uh, you know and, and also the way you dress you know it's kind of like uh, you know, how like a modern uh, how a modern rapper would uh, you know dress up I mean maybe not all ridiculous like or maybe so or maybe you have the same piercings as a you know as a freaking rapper out there maybe you got the same tattoos you know that's and again that's the aesthetic you know again uh, music is what defined you but you know how you present yourself and all that comes from the aesthetic of uh, you know of, of just music itself and then you have uh, let's give another different definition let's say you're, you're you're just a chill easy going fellow you know like uh you know there's not necessarily an actual like theme going on with you but you know what you're 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 defined just by how like you're, you're defined by how you know chill and nice you are you know just really easy going guy someone who you can easily get along with and uh but like uh but your whole uh, but your whole atmosphere you know what affects everything that you do say act and present and view everything is uh you know is freaking i don't know marijuana or something like that i mean oh god I just had another acid reflex but anyways uh you know that, that could be another one of uh, like again that could be like your aesthetic i mean shoot you got you know you got you got a bond collection in uh you know in your place you know you got freaking posters of a uh, of, of hemp plants you know everywhere you know you until you're always wearing tie-dye and stuff i'm probably late and probably you're listening out a bunch of stereotypes but but you know but you get what i'm saying though you get what i'm freaking saying you know is an aesthetic is what's on the outside Your definition is what's on the inside i mean hell you can even be a freaking uh a jesus freak like me you know like i look like personally i say jesus is uh you know what defines me and but you know again you know the whole aesthetic i got going on here i'm a freaking geek i love video games i love star wars i love superheroes i freaking love uh i, I love anime you know and, 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 and uh, you know it's all these other um, amongst all these geeky things anime is what is but like it's the overarching uh aesthetic that i got going on here because because again because yeah again you know it's it affects what i do say i present and view myself and and again that's the thing about uh that's the thing about an aesthetic you know it's again it's overarching amongst everything you know it's it, it's it's what is how you present yourself on the outside and uh yeah and again you know jesus defines me and you know that's what you know that's how you know that's how i see my heart and that's how i see my mind but you know, on the outside, you know, I the way I present myself, you know, you know, I, I you know, I like, uh, you know, I, I like freaking My Hero Academia. I, I, I always, I'm always making JoJo references. I'm always listening to anime music, you know. And if you go to my room, you see all these freaking anime figures, uh, you know, from different characters from all these different shows. Uh, not really. I only, I only have uh, My Hero ones for now. But still, you, you get what I mean, like. Again, it's, it's the entire aesthetic, man. It over, like it overarchs everything, but it doesn't necessarily define you. Uh, like sometimes, you know, it, 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 freaking an aesthetic and a definition could be both things. Like let's say you're freaking, you're just into sports. You know, you're a very sporty guy. You keep up, you know, with the, with with all the current 
uh, teams of the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the ABC, the N- the, N- uh, the NHAA, uh, the, the the alcohol awareness, uh, the AA or whatever. Freaking you, like you're uh, you know you're. You know, you keep up with all the, you know, we keep up with ESPN. Hell, you keep up with more stuff than ESPN does. Maybe you'll play for a team. Maybe you play, maybe you like playing a sport. You know, and you're always playing, you know, you're always playing the basketballs and the footballs and the soccers and all these things. And freaking, you know, you're, you're a sports fanatic. You know, sports is what defines you. But, you know, being a sports fanatic, you know, just being like a fan, you know, of, a, 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 you know, of the games. Freaking, you're always wearing, you know, athletic clothes. You're always, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're always, like, if you go to your house, you go to this person's house, freaking, uh, like, there's nothing but, like, Houston Rockets, uh, gear all over the place, or Houston Texans, or Dallas Cowboys, freaking all, like, all these, di- you know, all these different sports teams everywhere. Freaking, that's the aesthetic. I mean, shoot, like, in, in those kind of cases, the aesthetic and the definition kind of, you know, not only, like, blend into each other, but they're also, like, one the same. And I think I think in a way that's 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 how that's how it is, you know, with with everything. But uh, but you know, but you know, like I don't know. This is like to me when I, when I when I was thinking about it, there was like a there was like a specific difference, you know, when, when it comes to you know and, and the the aesthetic of someone. Uh, again, the atmosphere that they give off and the definition of someone, which is you know what makes a person three dimensional. Because you're three-dimensional by not just your your, your experiences and your opinions and your views and uh, and, and just how uh, how you say, do, act, and present and view things, but and another thing that just makes you three-dimensional overall, the icing on the cake, the freaking sprinkles on top of that icing, is your definition. You know what defines you. You know, like what the what in your heart and in your mind and even your freaking soul do you say? You know, defines you. I mean, I know what defines me, and that's Christ. What defines you? And then on top of that, you know, what's your atmosphere? You know, what kind of vibes do you give off? You know, what like what's your aesthetic? I mean, I know what mine is. My, you know, my for me, it's uh, it's freaking it's it's freaking anime. You know, but what, what what's yours? You know, like you know what like what is yours? That's what that is what you gotta ask yourself. You know what the who are you on the inside and who are you on the outside? Because again, like shoot, like the like the way you may present yourself, you may end up being like almost like two different people. But you're but you're the same person because you just happen to like both of those things. Or you you know you you gotta get what I'm saying, man. Like. Again, you know, who are you on the inside? Who are you on the outside? You know, it's it, it, again, it's like it's almost like an important philosophical question that we all had to come by. Uh, sure, I mean, even if you're a freaking normie, I mean, I, you, I, I bet even a normie has to freaking have a, you know, like have something that defines them. And I'm guessing the aesthetic that they would give off is, hey, maybe they're just a normie, you know, just a mundane person existing that you know that just goes with the flow and acts like everybody else. But maybe there's some, perhaps some special about that person that sets them apart, you know, from everybody else once you get to know them. Again, and that, and that's also why I say, even if you're a normie, freaking, the, I mean, there's got to be something different about you. You got to have some kind of an aesthetic. I mean, again, not like you have to or it's required or anything like that. But I mean, it's like it's almost inevitable for the you know, to have to have someone with an aesthetic. You know, it, 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 it's almost inevitable to have one. You know, it's almost damn near impossible unless you're like really purposely trying to not have one. You know, and, and, and again, you know, it's it, again if you like, if you want to think about it, you know, who are you on the inside? What defines you? And what? Yeah, like how do you present yourself? Like what? 
you know what about your atmosphere affects what you do what you say how you act how you present yourself and how you view things like what is the overarching theme of your life that is probably the most philosophical i'm going to get in this episode and that probably might open the door for more for more philosophic episodes later on uh, either this season or just the existence of this podcast in general uh so I pretty much said all I wanted to say uh, for tonight. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up here. So uh, thank you for making it this far. Uh, thank you for listening. This you know listening to what I had to say. You know, uh, and, and again, so I really hope that you know that really this episode overall it just really you know it got you thinking. You know, cherish what you got. You know, uh, make sure that you double check items on Amazon before buying them. And most importantly. Think about what defines you. You know, like what, what, like what in your heart defines you, and how do you express yourself? You know, what, what's your aesthetic, man? You know, and like I really hope you know I, I got I got you thinking, or maybe it's just a fun little exercise, or maybe you just wanted to listen because you, you maybe you want you might want you wanted to listen to some while working or something like that. You wanted some background noise. I don't really give a damn because it's still my personal journal. So uh, again, you can you can listen, you can just have a plan. I don't care what you do. But I, 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 either, either way, thank you for listening. Thank you for at least playing my, uh, my, my deal here. So, uh, so you know what? This is your boy Asiago on 3M Thoughts signing off. Have you a good day? Hell yeah.